Welcome to Book Reviews Kill. My name is Evan, and today I'll be sharing my thoughts on Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. From the back cover, the last remnants of the human race left a dying earth, desperate to find a new home among the stars. Following in the footsteps of their ancestors, they discover the greatest treasure of the past age, a world terraformed and prepared for human life. But all is not right in this new Eden. In the long years since the planet was abandoned, the work of its architects has borne disastrous fruit. The planet is not waiting for them, pristine and unoccupied. New masters have turned it from a refuge into mankind's worst nightmare. Now two civilizations are on a collision course, both testing the boundaries of what they will do to survive. As the fate of humanity hangs in the balance, who are the true heirs of this new Earth? I bought Children at a Time on a Whim about six months ago, purely because I had heard high praise for Tchaikovsky's fantasy works, specifically Shadows of the Apt, but I didn't want to commit to a 10-book series, so I picked up his debut science fiction project. It then sat on my shelf, watching as I read other books, silent and patient. Science fiction is a genre I love, but I've always leaned heavily into high and low fantasy, towards sword and sorcery rather than time and space. I've read some few of what many would consider classics of the genre, time-tested, doorstopper books like Dune and Stranger in a Strange Land, the slim volumes of Arthur C. Clarke, Ursula Le Guin, and Isaac Asimov, and I've very much enjoyed them. I firmly believe Children of Time deserves a place not only on my shelf next to those great works, but alongside them in the annals of essential science fiction. Children of Time alternates mainly between two narratives. One is that of the Gilgamesh, an arc ship containing hundreds of thousands of humans locked in sleep state. The ship is flying through the cosmos, looking for a new home after Earth has been rendered uninhabitable. The other narrative is equal parts nature documentary, immense world building on a multi-millennia timescale, and for some, a horror story, depending on specific phobias you might have. We're watching one civilization grow, and the other barely hanging on to what humanity it has left. Centuries fly by in a matter of pages, and watching the progression of these two civilizations, their limitations, their relationships, and the evolution and de-evolution of their respective cultures was both fascinating and heartbreaking. At 600 pages exactly, the book is immense, dense, and intense, but not without its share of plotting plot points. I found the chapters describing the evolving culture and society of a new civilization utterly engrossing, down to every word. While the chapters on the Gilgamesh seemed like they could have been cut down, Tchaikovsky is a wordsmith, to be sure, and many of the lines he used bordered on poetic, but quite a bit of the book is bogged down in minutiae that I could have done without. If I had only one complaint to voice, that would definitely be it, and after finishing the book and thinking it over, that really is my only gripe. I've seen some reviews on Children of Time that complain of flat, unlikable human characters. Our Gilgamesh character lacks agency, but I think that lack of agency is fitting considering the precarious position the remnants of the human race finds itself in. I believe this was done with purpose, and done well. One of my main feelings on finishing this book was, and this is the best word I can think of for this, depression. The crew of the Gilgamesh is not the remainder of our society, but that of one that rose up through the ashes of ours after its downfall. Our species was given a second chance, and we blew it. We further ruined the Earth, and though we were able to leave our home to repopulate anew out in the cosmos and start again, we brought our bad habits along for the ride. And as Tchaikovsky writes, the ice had been retreating, humanity had sprung back swiftly, expanded, 
fought at small wars, reindustrialized, tripping constantly over reminders of what the species had previously achieved. As bleak as many themes of the book can be, an undercurrent of hope bleeds through every chapter, both for humanity and a new terrifying society. And I'll quote the author once more here. Life is not perfect. Individuals will always be flawed. But empathy, the sheer inability to see those around them as anything other than people too, conquers all in the end. This was a truly incredible read, and I'm very happy to recommend it to you with high praise. Thank you so much for listening.